The Iowa women's basketball team is 3-0 in spite of a monumental effort from Drake on Sunday. We're going to talk about my takeaways from that game. I was there at the Knapp Center, and I've got some uh, got some thoughts about this women's team and what they need to do, what I think they need to do heading into a very, very tough stretch of games on their non-conference schedule. But first of all, I want to thank Iowa Floor Covering, the team down in Bondurant, IFC, uh, providing right now a great deal for all of our patrons here on uh, from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Their tough core click together 4.5 millimeter waterproof vinyl flooring being sold at 269 per foot. You can get that deal with self-installation. Visit iowafloorcovering.com slash DIY. And when you support our sponsors, you are supporting us, folks. Visit iowafloorcovering.com slash DIY, or you can click the link to their business in the description below. Thank you to IFC down in Bondurant, the heart of central Iowa. So again, Iowa defeating Drake on this Sunday, 92 to 86. And I've had people say, well, why don't you do more Iowa women's basketball coverage? Well, here you go. I didn't do a live post game show. I was down in Des Moines at the Knapp Center for this game, but I figured uh, I would provide some thoughts. I'll say this. Um, you look at the box score um, after this game. I've had a couple hours to kind of digest this, this result. Iowa's defense in that first half was as bad as I've seen it. And, and I'm not trying to rip Lisa Bluter, but it, it just was not good. Um, you know, in the first 22 points given up in the first quarter, 19 in the second quarter, almost like an NBA game. Now they played better defense, I thought, in the second half, but still gave up 82 uh, throughout the four quarters, that's a number that's got to go down. Uh, now, that's a good Missouri Valley program in Drake. There's no question about it. Now, they haven't won a Missouri Valley Conference title since 2019, but it, they're well-coached. They've got good players. Um, Iowa won this game. They survived this game. It was a packed house in the Nap Center. I'd say over half of the crowd was um, pro-Iowa, uh, but you've got the students and uh, the band and whatnot, so it made a difference. Quite an environment. I, I give the Nap Center credit. It's a cool place to play a college basketball game. Uh, but how about this? Monica Sinano and Caitlin Clark accounting for, what, 28 and 36. I mean, these are ridiculous numbers. What is that, 64 points? 64 of Iowa's 92 points scored were from Sinano and Clark. Also, nine assists and five boards for Caitlin Clark, 11 rebounds for Monica Sinano. Monica Sinano was just burying Drake in the post in the first half. And uh, Iowa has some really good uh, post feeders, starting with Caitlin Clark, and they were just getting her the ball, and she was just killing them in that first half. As the game went on, they started to bring double teams more often um, and were able to force Monica Sinano off her spot. So she struggled a bit moving forward, but still, again, ended up with 36 and 11. Hadn't been for her, they would not have won this basketball game. And Clark struggled at times shooting. I thought she was a bit timid at times, frankly. And yeah, she ended up going off for 28, 9, and 5. But I would have liked to have seen her be a little bit more assertive. There were some bad calls in this game. I thought there were a couple questionable traveling calls. There were a couple of no calls. And certainly late in the game, the fourth and in overtime, there were some uh, defensive fouls called on uh, Kendall Warnock and some different players for the Iowa women that I thought uh, were questionable at the least. Um, Iowa, there's no question, they need more help. I mean, they need more production from everybody else on this team. They scored 92 points despite not really getting anybody else involved. McKenna Warnock ends up with 11. She's the only other in double figures. 11 points, uh, three rebounds for McKenna Warnock along with two assists, two turnovers. The next closest was Gabby Marshall with six points. 
um, who I thought struggled mightily on defense, although she made a big pair of threes in that second half, her only points in the game. Kate Martin struggled, held to nothing. I don't know if something's going on with Kate's health. I know she's got the mask right now because of the broken nose. She played 25 minutes. She's obviously not going to be a leading scorer for this team, but you want something. You want some production from Kate. Hannah Stolke, I thought, was maybe the best player on the court, not named Sonano Clark and Warnock. Stolke just gives you energy. She only scored five points, but she had five rebounds. She is tough. She's quick. She's long. She's athletic. She is going to be a really good basketball player at Iowa. She already is a really good basketball player. Uh, Molly Davis, four points. Um, had a couple of defensive plays in that second half that were big. Addison O'Grady adds two points and one rebound in just four minutes. Talk about shortening a rotation. Uh, I mean, we saw, and I understand that you're talking about you know, apples to oranges when you're comparing Evansville from the Missouri Valley to Drake. But these are two Missouri Valley teams that Iowa just came off playing. And against Evansville, of course, Iowa blows that game out. But Taylor McCabe played. Sidney Offalter played. Uh, there was no Shatia Wettering in this game against Drake. Um, we didn't see A.J. Ediger, which we're probably not going to see her a lot anyways. Sharon Goodman didn't see the floor. I mean, Lisa Bluter really shortened this lineup. I mean, by my count, that's eight players. She had eight players go into the game today, and Addison O'Grady, one of those eight, played four minutes. Now, maybe Lisa Bluter reasons that, hey, you know, we didn't we didn't ever feel comfortable because Drake jumped on him early. I mean, Drake led the majority of this game. I don't have the time spent in front for Drake, but I, I tell you right now, they led the majority of this game, and Iowa just kept fighting. There was one point in this game where Iowa was down by nine. They kept coming. If this is going to be a Final Four team, and, and you can say, well, they got to make a Sweet 16 or Elite Eight before they get to the Final Four, and you're right, but they're preseason ranked number four. So expectations should be, hey, we got a shot to make a run of the Final Four, right? If they're going to make it to the Final Four, you got to play better defense. I mean, we've talked about this. Um, rebounding wasn't bad. I think that's going to be a problem for the men's game. Gary Close was, has brought that up. But for the women, um, Iowa's inability to stop simple cuts and and action off screens, um, too many easy drives to the cup, um, off-ball drives to the cup, um, uncontested layups, open threes, especially as the game wore on. Gabby Marshall is what she is. Love Gabby. Uh, she obviously provides leadership. She can make threes, made a couple big ones in that second half, but boy, she struggled defensively. Uh, Molly Davis, uh, I'm still waiting for her to kind of catch on because, uh, you know, she obviously was a scorer at Central Michigan, and we have not seen that here yet. Do I think that's going to happen? Yes, I think she's got it in her, obviously. But we have not seen that happen yet. And she's a bit disadvantaged at 5'9". She got blocked once today trying to go up for a shot. It is what it is. Iowa did get out-rebounded, for the record, 48-43. to But again, just easy drives to the basket for for Drake much of that first half especially, and it continued into the second half. I've just, at, at some point, I was, just, you know, my thought on the, the rotation shortening is, you know, girls aren't playing defense. You, you've you got a deep team. I just uh, observed this the other day after the Evansville game. I observed this on Twitter. I think it's time, I mean, I think it's time to admit that this may be Lisa Bluter's deepest team, and the rotation today would not reflect such. But again, I'll give Lisa Bluter the benefit of the doubt that she understands her team a lot better than I do, and perhaps it's because they fell behind early and she just never felt comfortable turning to some of those more inexperienced players. These girls got the job done. She can't give up 86, 82 in regulation and expect to win against a team from the Missouri Valley, maybe the best team in the Missouri Valley, but regardless, 
Uh, Iowa escapes. They're 3-0. Keep in mind, coming up on the schedule, they get Kansas State, Belmont, Oregon State, either Duke or UConn, NC State, Iowa State, you and I, you get into conference play. It's it's a tough schedule for the women, and uh, the defense has got to get better. We've been saying that for a while. Hannah Stolke is going to help the Cosmo. She is good on both ends and can only get better. I know this game was an ESPN Plus game, so another reason why I wanted to jump on here and give my takeaways, because I know some of you probably didn't get to watch the game. So appreciate you tuning in for another segment here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Stay tuned. Football coverage, basketball coverage throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year. Right here from the Hawkeye of the Storm.